It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Today, somebody is going to get the hell out of their life. And I hope it's you because God has a plan. I read something the other day. I had to make a note of it. It said, your destiny is defined by the choices you make. So true. And today we're going to talk about some practical steps of how you give from point A to point B, how you get the hell out of your life. And if you don't go to church, we're going to bring the church to you by just talking about some things that God wants you to know. Because if you know what you need to do to begin to discover your destiny and get the hell out of your life, then you can begin the journey to peace, purpose, and passion. You know, there's a quote that's in the Bible that says something to the effect that my people perish for lack of knowledge. You can't be held accountable for not discovering your destiny if no one ever told you how to discover your destiny. So we're going to do that today, and I want to welcome right now to the studios, Rodney and Jennifer Williams. Well, hello, Rodney and Jennifer. How are you today? Doing great. How are you? Very good. Rodney, you come in with this ball cap that says Club Meth to Christ. Now, that's part of your story, and uh, we're going to go into that in just a minute. But listeners, Jennifer and Rodney were some of the very first guests I ever had with this podcast. And it's time to do a follow-up and talk about what's happening in their life and some encouragement and some empowerment for the listeners today. So, Rodney, what's that hat, Club Math to Christ, about? Yeah, Club Math to Christ ministry is what God uh, called me to do. And, of course, it goes into my testimony of where just 20-something years of drug addiction, uh, being blown up, cooking methamphetamines with a, a meth lab and second, third-degree burns and surrendering my life to Christ on the way to the hospital. And that's been 20 and a half years ago that I've been free, walking in freedom. Uh, and uh, and this ministry has been going on for, uh, I guess, about uh, about 17 years, 15 years, somewhere in that category. I'd have to go back and look, but uh, just sharing sharing the freedom that comes through Christ Jesus. Amen. And Jennifer, you have a ministry. You minister with women. Uh, how's that going? And tell us a little backstory of where you came from and what you're up to today. Uh, so I was a drug addict for 12 years and I uh, was facing 18 years in prison. And um, the judge gave me a choice between drug court and go into prison for 18 years and um, got sent to rehab. And while I was there, I made an unconditional surrender to the Lord. And that has been 17 years ago. And I tell everybody that aside from meeting Jesus, drug court was the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, started walking with the Lord and ended up meeting Rodney and we got married and had two more children. And I go out and do a lot of women's ministry with uh, Club Met to Christ at a lot of women's rehab centers and just um, giving women practical, applicable tools to you know, live out our faith. And uh, I'm a person that likes lists. I like, you know, a plan on how to do things. And um, there's a lot of principles in scripture that we don't know what to do with. And uh, I think it's really helpful to have somebody sit down and and show you what that looks like in a day-to-day life. Women seem to 
be wearing a lot of hats nowadays. Right. Well, you know, the sexual revolution brought us a lot of lies. And one of those things was that we wouldn't be satisfied until we had a job and we're in the workplace. And the other lie was that you could do um, your children 100 percent while you gave her job 100 percent and that you had 100 percent to give to everybody. And the truth is that something's going to suffer. You know, it is a very difficult um Law to believe that you have to be all these things to all these people. And um, God does call some of us into the workplace. But first and foremost, we have a family. And uh, if you if you do have a family, um, there has to be some sort of distribution of priorities there because it is a very difficult um, modern day reality to be uh, believing the lies that we've been told for so many years. Rodney, you have seen uh, crystal meth and now fentanyl, the new drug out there. But what's the draw to them? People are searching for something. People are always searching for something. You know, since uh, since the Garden of Eden, you know, being separated from the presence of God, we're looking for the presence of God and we're seeking uh, out into the world, looking for something. And and the drugs and alcohol, we got pains, hurts, and issues. And then the drugs and alcohol kind of becomes our solution. And the dopamine, which brings about pleasure, it uh, it brings it about when you do the methamphetamines or the fentanyl or the different drugs or the alcohol, which brings about pleasure. And it's a temporary pleasure. The Bible says pleasure of sin is for a season. So for a season, it's fun and exciting, but there's consequences uh, for doing these, uh, these drugs, you know, Jennifer, um, it seems like now there's a pill for everything in life. People say, well, it's, I got to prescribe. God can't be against that. Can he? Yeah, well, that's the society that we're in now is that um, Big Pharma has kind of sold us a pill for every ill. And um, we have taken that as a sociological change. And we really have raised our families in a way to teach them that um, instead of taking care of our health, (laughs) you know, we kind of wait till we start to break down and then we go find a pill for that. Um, Statistically, in America, by the time you're 40, you're on three prescriptions and you'll get a new one every three years until you die. Um, And a lot of those things are lifestyle things that we could change by lifestyle adjustment. So it's no wonder that we look to pills for an answer. And there's no wonder that we have so many people get addicted to things like opioids because we've grown up with that. Go to the doctor and get X, Y, Z. Rodney, you are out on the streets, you meet people, you preach to people, and if Jesus is all-powerful and the power of the Holy Spirit can save us, why isn't Jesus instantly taking these people off drugs or crystal meth? The uh, It's a process, you know, that uh, a lot of people don't want, you know, they're comfortable in their mess, you know, they're they're comfortable in the way they're living, they've gotten accustomed to living on the streets, they've gotten accustomed to doing the drugs and stuff. And uh, until you come to a breaking point and want to die to the old life, die to your personal sins, and turn to Jesus Christ, there's, there's really nothing he can do for you because he's not, he's not going to force anything on you. He's not going to force his love upon you. Uh, he gives you your free will to be able to choose, and, and people have chosen to follow in, in that road of destruction, that road of darkness, and, and it becomes comfortable. It becomes a way of life for them, and, and they think they're happy or, or enjoying it, but in reality, they're not, you know, and, and uh, I was 20-something years of drug addiction. I was miserable, but that's all I knew, and, and every day I was up pursuing pursuing that same lifestyle, more drugs, more alcohol, uh, but at the same time, I was a miserable individual, you know, and, but I, I could not quit. You know, Jennifer, I've heard that expression. Maybe you have that you never miss anything you've never had. Mm-hmm. If 
somebody out there that is dealing with just a lot of hell in their life, they've never had peace, they've never had joy, they've never had anything good in life, they can't even imagine their life with joy and peace and happiness. Right. Well, we get a lot of letters to the ministry. And if you saw some of the backstories of the people that wrote us letters, um, you know, if you grew up in a very peaceful life and had um parents with a successful marriage growing up, it's kind of hard to understand what it's like to grow up in an environment that's not healthy. Um, We get a lot of letters in and you look at those and you understand why people chose to do drugs, because in a limited field of options, drugs were a a small piece of something that made them feel better, even though it was a dysfunctional choice. It was something that um, assisted to what was going on in their life at the time. So Rodney, Jennifer, you can answer this together if you want. Um, So are you saying that someone out there that is in the bondage of a drug or alcohol or something that's holding them back from being everything God wants them to become, that there is a better life for them, that they can feel joy again and they can get high with Jesus more than they can with whatever they're doing now? Yes, absolutely. You know, we're designed to live in the presence of God. We're designed to worship God and God alone. The Garden of Eden, everything was perfect. Everything was good. Everything was very good. Uh, and Eden means the presence of God. And uh, because of sin, we've been separated from the presence of God. And, and we're out there worshiping. we still got the desire to worship. And we're putting other things preeminent, superior in our life, like drugs, alcohol, uh, maybe money, uh, the things of the world, you know. And uh, we're supernatural beings trying to be satisfied in a natural world, and it's never going to happen. That's why the Bible says, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Talking about through Christ Jesus, through Christ Jesus, death, burial, and resurrection. And when we turn from our sins and put our faith and trust in him, we're reconnected back to God and begin to press into his presence uh, through his word. And, and God begins to transform us, change It's a process. It, it takes it takes months, sometimes it takes years for people who are truly pursuing the Lord to break free from the world, uh, world, the, the thoughts of the world, the thinking of the world, and have the mind of Christ begin to walk by faith and not by sight, begin to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And, and then we begin to experience everything we're looking for in Christ Jesus. You know, it talks about the pearl of great price. He is the pearl of great price and all these worldly pebbles we've been pursuing in the, in the past don't have no value to us and we're satisfied in him and we're not we're not out doing the drugs. We're not out doing the things of the world that we did in the past because we're satisfied in him. He's all in all. He's everything we're looking for is in him. That's the way God designed it. Yeah. And, you know, some people have a radical experience like Rodney. And um, even though Rodney's experience was radical, he still is going through a sanctification process of, of growing in the Lord. Um, you know, mainly you need the Holy Spirit. You need to get born again and become a follower of Christ. But God has designed a community called the church uh, and other Christians that we need mentors and we need people in our life that are speaking truth to us. And we need at least one person in our life that is going to love us so much that they will tell us the truth, even if it hurts our feelings and even if we don't like it. And um, I would encourage whoever out there listening today that. If you don't have that person in your life, you really need to reach out to someone who can uh, put you in touch with a mentor, maybe a ministry, maybe a church, maybe a a rehab facility that's doing aftercare. You need at least one person in your life that you're going to be honest with, and they're going to mentor you and speak truth to you. Well, you know, that's a good segue into what I want to talk about after the break. Practical ways 
that people can begin having that life of freedom with Christ. And we're going to talk about that, let you give some ideas, because a lot of our listeners don't go to church. So we're going to bring the church to them after the break and give them some practical ways, okay? Awesome. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. At age 24, Dwayne Allen's life was drugs, motorcycles, and wild living. I was at a topless bar one night, and here I am face-to-face with a topless dancer, and she is on drugs, she's out of her mind. She looks me in the face, and I look her in the face, and it's someone that I have gone to high school with, and I was paying for her to be there. And that was the bottom end for me, because I knew there had to be more than what I had ever experienced. In a desperate move to find peace, Dwayne Allen landed in church. They said, if you want to know the Prince of Peace, then would you come down front because he's here to meet you. And I went down front and he, the Prince of Peace, came to live in my heart. And my old drug buddies would call. And I would tell them that I had found the answer. And when I told them it was Jesus, they would just, with great shock in their voice, say, I can't believe you've become religious. I would begin to tell them, oh no, I'm not religious, I'm a free man. I no longer hurt. I've met the Prince. And he's been following Jesus Christ ever since. Dwayne Allen is now a church pastor in Colorado. God is in this story. God is in the details. Even in the broken parts, he holds my heart. He never fails. When I'm at my weakest, I will trust in Jesus. Welcome back, listeners. In the studios, Rodney and Jennifer Williams, two soldiers of Christ. Well, you, you're you beyond the enlisted ranks now. You're probably captains or working on colonels. But 20 years of, of, uh, of just doing incredible things, as you said, a sanctification is still taking place in your lives. But you are active. You're an active participator in helping people discover what God has for them. So now, Rodney, I'll start with you. Someone listening says, I don't go to church, but I want what they have. What's the first thing they need to do? Well, you need to die to the old life, you know, and that's, uh, the Bible calls it repentance, returning, re-returning, pent to the highest point, like a penthouse to the highest point. In other words, return back to God the way we were designed and to begin to follow him and to get in his word and the Bible calls it the washing of the water of the word, where he renews your mind, gives you the mind of Christ. And it's a process of him cleaning you up, getting the old worldly thinking out. And you begin to have the mind of Christ, where you begin to walk by faith, trusting God's word, and uh, walking in the spirit and not in the old endemic nature, the old sinful nature that you had in the past. And, uh, you know, I always tell people I'm not where I want to be, but I ain't where I used to be over 20 years ago. I'm still a work in progress. Don't get me wrong. And, uh, People don't see my faults, but God does. God sees I've got, I'm still not where I need to be, but uh, that's the that's the process of sanctification where God begins, at the very beginning, he begins to make you, when you surrender your life to Christ, he begins to make you what he's already declared you to be, which is like Jesus Christ. Well, as far as making some steps that are practical in nature, I would say that, you know, when I first became a Christian, um, I was kind of set into a town where I didn't know anybody and I didn't have a lot of resources. At the time, I was a single mom with two kids. I was a high school dropout. I had no car. I had nothing. Um, I did get involved with a church that provided 
some classes for me to go to and some mentors for me. But throughout my life, even outside that church, I've prayed and asked God specifically to give me people in my life in in places that I needed help in. And, and God loves that. He will provide someone for you to speak to you. And when I found somebody who was good in finances, I would start asking them questions. And most of the time when somebody's good at something, they like to share their information. They like to do that because it's taken them so long to learn these things. And there are people out there in whatever that area is that you need help in. There are people out there that want to share that information. Uh, Celebrate Recovery is a great place to find a like-minded group of people. There are actually online groups now with COVID. A lot of places have done started doing online groups that you can reach out to. There's Facebook and Instagram communities. So there's some outside-of-the-box resources for people that are not comfortable in a traditional church. You know, you bring up a very good point. There are people that have been in ministry for a while, um, and they pray every day, every day, Lord, put me in the path of someone that needs help. Right. You know, so if you're listening and you need some help, you know, there's a verse in the Bible, Rodney, if I'm correct, it says you have not because you ask not. Right. So if we ask God, it is definitely in his will for us to have the help and the guidance Absolutely. and the mentorship and somebody that can help encourage us on our walk. Because as you said, Rodney, it's not an easy road, but I've discovered it's a fun road. It's a challenging road. And you never know what God's up to because that one person you meet can change your life forever. That's right. That's right. Jennifer, you and Rodney, you're happy people. I like seeing happy Christians. Christians can have fun, too. Absolutely. I've had more fun now since I've been a Christian. Got to do more things, go to more places. I truly enjoy my children. Um, But, you know, after I got out of the lifestyle I was in, took me a little while to kind of get some of that lifestyle out out of me. And I enjoy peace now. I don't like drama. I enjoy being home. I enjoy sitting on our front porch and enjoying the beauty outside. There is something in me that has changed an amount of peace that enjoys the simple things now that I didn't used to enjoy. What's the best thing that's happened to you, Rodney, since you've been saved besides the ministry, you personally, uh, the, uh, I guess my wife and children, you know, and, uh, I just enjoy my family, you know, spending time with them and seeing my children grow. And it's just, uh, just the gifts of God. They're gifts from God. Our heavenly father sees us, his children, as we grow and we play and we multiply in life and we become who he created us to become. Right. Rodney, can I become who God created me to become without God? Can I do it with willpower or listening to motivational speakers? Uh, no, you cannot. You need, uh, you need the Holy spirit within you. And then you, uh, need to get in the word of God. The word of God is what renews your minds, gives you the mind of Christ. It's a transformation process that God does with you. Uh, Philippians 1, 6 says, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. When you fully surrender to Christ, he begins a good work in you. He declares you to be righteous, holy, sanctified. And what he begins in you, he, he begins to make that process take place. Like I said, it's been going on for me the last over 20 years. And, uh, and there again, I'm not where I want to be, but I ain't where I used to be. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's a great process serving Jesus for over 20 years. I tell people I'm a satisfied customer. He's been good to me, uh, beyond imagine what I thought, you know, I never thought I could enjoy life. Like I enjoy it now. You know, I know a lot of people that have done very well in their life and they've have a lot of resources, the nice house, the nice cars, but they don't have a relationship with God through his son, Jesus. 
and they're not happy. They're always searching for the the new car or they want to trade in their spouse for a new and improved model. True joy and peace and happiness cannot come without a relationship with God, can it? That's right. And uh, that's one of the things, the fullness, the fullness comes through Christ Jesus. He gives us contentment. I was satisfied. And we were broke. I mean, we were dead broke, uh, but I was satisfied in Christ. And I didn't need anything in the world. Of course, God's uh, God's blessed us materially through the years, but uh, but I'm satisfied. I was content. I was satisfied in Him. But God created the stuff for us to enjoy. You know, our children, our family. Uh, you know, going on vacations and doing the different things. He wants you to enjoy that. That's what He created for His children. But you're to put Him preeminent, superior in your life, uh, first in your life, and then enjoy the other things through Him. And that's the way God designed. And I enjoy life like I never thought I could. And when I die, guess what? I got a better place waiting on me. That's why Paul said, "For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain." Well, you know, Rodney, everywhere I see you, wherever you're at, I don't care if you're at Burger King, you're at Walmart or walking into my office, you carry a book with you called Club Meth to Christ, and you give these to people. You don't even charge people for these books. Tell us about that book and how a listener can get a copy of that. Well, my life story, how God set me free, Club Meth to Christ Ministry, or Club Meth to Christ, the book is the name of the book, and it's the ministry God's given us. And then we have also Once an Addict Now Free, and we give these books free. We do prison ministry across the nation. And if anybody contacts us, uh, we'll send them a free copy of both books. Uh, and our website is clubmeth2christ.com. And just uh, contact us through that, uh, through the book thing. that It would tell you free book, and you can contact us and give us an address, and we'll send you uh, send you a free book. We've printed over 110,000 books and we're planning on printing another 10,000 this year. And, uh, we just want to uh, point as many people as we can to Christ and showing them how to be free as I'm free. You know, you know, listeners, I came across Rodney years ago. You were on the 700 club, I believe. Yes. Been on the 700 club and just many, many television uh, shows that God's allowed to be on and radio and podcasts. It's went around the world and and, uh, you know, that's one of my prayers at the home of grace 20 years ago for God to use me as a vessel to reach countless millions of people. And he's definitely doing it. You know, that is a good point. Uh, talk about this segment, practical ways for God to clean our act, help us clean our act up is a simple prayer like that is God use me. Mm-hmm. When we commit our life to God and we ask him to use us, Things begin to be rearranged in our life. We run into people that all of a sudden are divine appointments in our life takes a whole new meaning. Right. And it normally doesn't look like we think it's going to look. Amen. (laughs) So we have to be open to uh, modification. If you are a person that likes schedule and um, uh, things to be a certain way, you kind of have to put yourself out of the way and allow God to do what he's going to do. Because if you are stuck in your way of thinking, a lot of times you miss things that God put there for you to see. Amen. Very good. Well, listen, the title of our show is called Get the Hell Out of Your Life. So, Jennifer, I'll start with you. How do you get the hell out of your life? Well, to begin with, uh, start to follow Jesus Christ. He is God. He is um, the one who can set you free. And then uh, follow believers baptism. And then after that, I would say get involved with a group of fellow believers, even if it's not a typical, um, you know, brick and mortar church. Get involved with some like minded people and start to grow in the Lord and start to be discipled and start to uh, have an attitude of being willing to learn. Amen. Have a teachable spirit, teachable Moses spirit. used to say. Right. 
Well, you know, God, God's going to judge us all uh, according to his righteousness one day, and that's a standard that none of us can reach, only through putting our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, that Christ uh, takes our sin and then he imputes or puts to our account his perfect righteousness. And uh, when the judgment day comes one day, those who are still in their sin, they're going to be judged and, and be cast. The Bible says, and whosoever is not found written the book of life was cast in the lake of fire. Of course, God does not want anyone to go there, but he gives us free will. It's our own choice whether to receive uh, the God who created you as Savior or, or continue to live in the fallen uh, world, you know, and uh, that's that's how you do it is turn from your sins and trust Christ that he has a better life than what you're living now. And uh, he wants to give you a satisfied and fulfilled life, fulfilling the destiny that he created you for. Amen. Now, one more time before we go, how people can get a copy of that book, Club Math to Christ, and possibly somebody out there, some of those wealthy people I just talked about may want to sponsor a few hundred books for you so you can send more to prisons. Well, you can just go to our website and, and our yeah, contact information's on there and also donation contact. If you want a free book, just contact us. And it's just the name of the book, clubmeth2christ.com. And uh, that's our website. We travel anywhere, go everywhere to uh, share the gospel. If you need a speaker, I'm a full-time evangelist, was a pastor for eight years, and I've been a full-time evangelist now for over eight years. Yes, and Jennifer and Rodney, they are a couple that are on fire for the Lord. And I tell you, they they have a effect uh, on a crowd when they meet because the presence of the Holy Spirit is uh, all over the place. Thank you both for coming by and visiting with us. Thank you, Thank you for having us. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Friends, I want to encourage you this week to think about where do you want to go with your life? I mean, really, where do you want to go? God has a map that he wants to give to you that will lead you to the road to your destiny. Life is awesome. Life is incredible when you walk in the gifts and calling that God has already placed in your life. To share this program or to listen to it again, go to my website, thepromoter.org. And while you're there, why don't you consider sharing your story with me and we'll interview you and you can tell the world what God has done for you. Don't forget, I love you, God loves you, and it's time to get the hell out of your life. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope.